or these parents of these kid influencers, when they get exposed, I, I'm not surprised because you have to inherently either be corrupt or become corrupt in the process and to then make money off of it. Millions. It just doesn't sit right with my spirit. It really doesn't. All this get it clean. You're not taking these toys when we move. Yeah. You're not. Yeah. Hell no. I'm only gonna say it one more time, and then you're gonna lose the privilege to eat dinner. If you cut one more thing in my house, I'm going to take the scissors. Look at me, and I'm gonna cut its head off. And she was saying her prayers, and she said the cutest thing. I thought it was so cute, and I started laughing. She said, "Dear Heavenly Father, please help me to survive." Satan does not want me to make this damn video because he knows I'm about to spit the truth and bring light to the darkness. Hi guys, it's me Salem and welcome back to my Chanel. I have been gone for a while now. I think for like three weeks or something because <laughs> I kind of don't want to make videos anymore. That and also because I'm like sick and I'm just like really tired, which usually is like normal for me. <coughs> That's a little bit of ASMR for you guys. By the title and thumbnail of this video, you guys know that in today's video, I'm going to be talking about how much I hate family channels. So this morning, I made Tiana a bowl of cereal and her favorite drink in the world, Bloom, because you know we stay healthy in this household, period. Smile! I have beef, okay? Not chicken, not lamb. I have beef, okay? With any sort of content creation that involves exploiting any sort of relationship with another human being or animal, it kind of gives me the ick, you know? It just It's kind of icky. I don't like it. In fact, I don't think any of us like it. You know who does? You know who does like it though? YouTubers. It seems that every single person that loves to exploit friendships or their partners or even their own children somehow flock onto social media and they just kind of get together, you know, get millions of views, millions of subscribers and YouTube is just like it's so beautiful but god forbid that a creator of color or a smaller creator blinks wrong they get demonetized <laughs> exploiting your children even better mm -mm -mm. finger licking good to youtube usually i'm like this peaceful understanding empathetic and wise person in my videos you know but today i'm not playing any of that because in my opinion family channels should not exist where are the laws protecting these kids and why are almost all social media platforms totally okay with this type of content rewards this type of content and behavior and then when said family channels get exposed for doing horrific stuff that has literally been filmed time and time again these platforms are like we did not support these people we are sorry like 
But weren't you guys pushing their videos though? Why am I talking about this, you may ask? Most recently, people have been talking about the eight passengers situation. Now, if you don't know what is going on in the whole family channel sphere right now, there is a lot going on always. But most recently, there was a horrible situation that transpired where a family vlogger YouTube mom recently got arrested. Ruby Frank, which was the mother of the eight passengers, YouTube family channel it was a YouTube channel that was dedicated to Ruby and her husband and her six children filming almost everything in their lives. The channel nearly had 2.3 million subscribers. However, this specific family channel has been getting a lot of heat for a very long time and 100% rightfully so because the mother was crazy. Just a terrible human being. I'm only gonna say it one more time and then you're gonna lose the privilege to eat dinner. If you cut one more thing in my house. I'm going to take the scissors, look at me, and I'm gonna cut its head off. She would also film things that were incredibly questionable. And my kids are literally starving. I'm not even gonna let you eat breakfast until you get your chores done. Crying a lot and whiny and, and one day I looked at her and I'm like, you just stink. She had like peed her pants or something. And she, it was just cause she was being neglected cause I was totally paying attention to the new baby. Electric chair. And the thing is, people have been trying to report this family channel and specifically the mom and the dad of this YouTube channel for years. But surprise, surprise, law enforcement, CPS, and all the people who could have made a difference in those poor kids' lives failed to do so a bunch of times until finally one of the children bravely escaped from the mother's business partner's home, ran to a neighbor's house, and finally told them to call the police on their mother. Leading to her arrest, so many videos of her and how she treated her children were resurfacing on TikTok and YouTube. The eight passenger situation I feel like is completely different because of how out there the evidence was, but every day there are family channels and couples channels who seemingly look absolutely perfect but underneath it all are just so enveloped in darkness and people eat it up every time thinking that everything's perfect when it's not just why i want to know why why is this such a big thing why do people watch it why does this continuously happen why do we see the same repeated behavior specifically with these types of content creators and channels i'm really worried for our future generations very worried if we continue to allow family youtube channels to not only be pushed in the algorithm but to thrive we are going to see a rise of more problems like this why because in its very nature it is exploitative it is money hungry and it is downright wrong and disgusting before we continue to do this deep dive on family channels, we have two sponsorships for today's video, which I greatly appreciate. The first being something that I love, which is HelloFresh. I love working with HelloFresh because I genuinely love their products, how convenient it is, how fast it is, how affordable it is. I'm super excited because fall time is literally just around the corner and with a new season means that there are new recipes that we can all try. HelloFresh has a fresh fall lineup of delicious dinners and more to choose from. 
from. Take your pick from 40 weekly recipes that suit your lifestyle, from veggie-based to family-friendly to fit and wholesome. My favorite thing is that HelloFresh is more than just dinners. You can stock up your fridge with easy, quick breakfasts, fresh snacks, and fast-to-go lunches. Just shop HelloFresh Market and add any of these tasty, time-saving solutions to your weekly box. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50SalemTovar and use code 50SalemTovar for 50% off plus 15% off for the next two months. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50SalemTovar and use code 50SalemTovar for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. Support for today's episode also comes from Jenny Kane, which is perfect timing because I don't know about you guys, but my wardrobe is not ready for fall. Thankfully, there is Jenny Kane with staples that make getting dressed easier from minimalist clothing with a touch of luxury alongside with home essentials for fall as well. And for a limited time, our listeners get a 15% off their first order. Just go to JennyKane.com and use code SALEM to get 15% off. I have actually bought a couple of sweaters from Jenny Kane before in the past. Jenny Kane sweaters are lightweight and I really appreciate that. They believe in the art of simplicity, so focusing on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. And you can find your forever pieces too at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code SALEM at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code SALEM. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Thank you so much for sticking around until the sponsorship portion of this video was over. I really appreciate it. Now, it's time to deep dive into the video. Part 1. The Age of Sharentine. How parents overshare absolutely way too much of their children on the internet. Many of us growing up only had few documentations of our birth and childhood, such as grainy photographs, maybe a couple videos, perhaps a memory book. But for the modern day growing child, everything is documented. Not for only family to see, but for random strangers on the internet to see too. Not only that, but their life since birth has now become a stream for profit. This phenomenon is known as family vlogging, which is a subgenre of YouTube videos where content creators not only document their day-to-day lives, but also share the details about their children's lives online. And it is one of the most successful YouTube and social media categories there is right now. The viewing time for family vloggers increased by 90% in 2017 and is still increasing to this day. At a glance, family vlogging can seem entirely harmless because, well, it's a family. They're doing family things, right? Doing challenges, baking cakes. Sure, the kids may benefit from the sponsorship money and the sponsored trips. However, there is a a major problem with the fact that children can't consent to all of their very intimate and vulnerable moments being filmed for millions of strangers on the internet to see. There is this really disturbing rise of kid fluencers right now. I think one of the biggest ones I can think of off the top of my head is the Ryan's Toys kid. Ryan Kaji and his family have a net worth of 140 million USD. Ryan Kaji's YouTube videos were about toy reviews which garnered billions of views, earning him over a hundred million dollars in YouTube ad revenue. Must be nice. And I remember at the time, even though the content wasn't as harmful as some of these other family channels out here or kidfluencer content out here, there was a lot of talk about how this toy reviews channel was basically showing kids how to be super selfish and materialistic and extremely ungrateful for what their parents can give them because a lot of kids were watching Ryan's content and kind of wondering 
wondering why their parents who make 100k comparatively to Ryan's parents who are making millions and millions, why they couldn't get a giant kinder egg for Christmas and how it's unfair. So even if the content seems super innocent, it definitely still negatively impacted kids and parents at the time. So imagine how much more damaging family channel content and kid fluencer content is, as well as this really weird culture around certain family channels of just introducing children to hustle culture immediately, using these YouTube videos as an opportunity to flex on kids and to show them how much money they make and how big their houses are. Kids absorb everything in their brain that they watch, so introducing them so young to hustle culture I don't think is a good thing. Also in many family channels, there is this weird theme of constantly overexposing the feelings of the children in the videos, vulnerable moments, and just moments in general that just shouldn't be seen by other people unless you have a personal relationship with the child. And for some reason, so many parents don't want to acknowledge that they are the problem when they are 100% the problem because it is never the child's fault. It is always on the parents. A perfect example of this very type of behavior is a woman by the name of Jacqueline who has her own child influencer. Ren Eleanor is a toddler with her own TikTok account, which is also run by Eleanor's mother, Jacqueline, with 17 million followers. Like, I get if there's like 200k mom and dads out there or to be parents, saving the outfits and spo and everything, but 17 million? Why, why does this child have Charlie D'Amelio numbers? You know what I mean? Like, something ain't adding up. Because a lot of stuff wasn't adding up, people started to have a debate about this TikTok account and the analytics that go with this account. A lot of parents noticed that there were a lot of videos that were being saved through TikTok by a bunch of grown men who were also leaving comments that were incredibly inappropriate. Obviously, this isn't the fault of the child ever. It will always land squarely on the shoulders of the parent. And even though Ren's mom kind of plays dumb and doesn't understand why people say that her content is also exploitative, even though it's still you know, child-friendly and everything. Imagine your child growing up and having to explain to them that there is 17 million people who saw her as a child, know who she is, knows her name, knows how she looks like. Out of 17 million people, do you not think that there might be one person or a handful of people that could possibly put her in danger? if they see her out in public or if they find out where she goes to school. I just can't, like, I don't think people understand that I'm not exaggerating. And so many times people, for some reason, infantilize the parents all the time. I get so annoyed when there are parents that are so freaking delusional that are convinced that the world is kid-friendly when it has been proven time and time again that the world is not. It's not even adult-friendly, bro. What, what, what are you guys on? There have been plenty of parents who have also just straight up lied in videos just for clout. Not too long ago, there was a mom influencer that tried to get clout for her daughter by saying that she was almost kidnapped by a Latino couple only to find out that she was in fact lying and now she's the one in jail. At this point in day and age, we no longer have proper parenting. We now have something called sharenting. Sharenting refers to the act of parents oversharing content of their children on social media. It goes beyond baby photos sent to an extended family messenger group. It's the sharing of of each and every moment seen as important to their parents. And you're probably thinking, who the hell is watching this stuff? Clearly anyone with two eyeballs can tell that this type of content is exploitative, so who the hell in their right mind could possibly just sit there and watch this happen? Well, I'm here to tell you exactly why this content is so popular and who's watching it. Part 2.
Two, the lost generation of kids who are being raised with iPads, Cocomelon, and technology rather than genuine human connection. The people who are watching other family channels so much and making them super famous and giving them all this clout without realizing what they're actually seeing, it can only be summed up by a certain demographic who isn't capable enough to see red flags. Whenever there's some sort of subgenre or certain influencer who has an insane amount of views and following, yet you look at their content and you're like, wow, I really don't get it. Yeah, the one explanation is that it's children mostly watching them. Kids blindly trust a lot of authority. So when they watch these YouTube channels and they see the parents and they see how the parents treat the kids and everything They don't question it which explains why there are so many family channels like eight passengers who get away with so much for so long Because their audience of literal children don't have the capacity to understand what's going on and why it's wrong The amount of clips that I saw that went viral on TikTok with the whole eight passengers stuff going on The amount of comments that I read of oh my gosh, I used to be obsessed with their channel i watch them every day and i was like if you watch them every day how could you not possibly in your head think for one second the way that they treat these kids is completely wrong but then when people would also comment what i was thinking they would respond back with i was just a kid what is it about family channels that draw the majority of kids to watch them obviously it's the fact that a lot of parents who want to moderate i guess what their kids watch on youtube they kind of assume that oh it's a channel that has parents and kids so so it has to be family friendly so that means that they don't curse and they're nice and they could teach my kids good values when it's like okay don't let other people raise your kids let alone randos on the internet even if they appear nice first of all second of all just because a channel has a family on it doesn't mean that they're wholesome i mean just look at the ace family they have so many videos up on their youtube channel that are insanely inappropriate but a lot of parents still let their kids watch them simply because well they have kids too so certainly they'll make you know content that's good for kids too i mean if you call this family friendly which not youtube still promoting that more than my videos bye girl bye even if a kid seems like they're not paying attention trust me they are. Kids are observing their surroundings and interactions, music, and culture 24-7. They are observing it. And their inner world is being worked on and developed all the time through TV shows, through the YouTubers that they watch, through family interactions, through school interactions, all of that stuff. So imagine in today's modern generation where kids are not only being filmed all the time, but their only interactions are also through the iPad, watching other families and other kids who are also kid influencers this is a recipe for emotional disaster like i said there are videos that are completely harmless i think there are some mommy vloggers or youtuber channels out there who go about it healthily but the truth is the big names in the game are not doing those things because the truth is the more that you push on the thumbnails titles the more that you explore your kids the more intimate moments you share of your kids the more clicks you're gonna get. Because of the algorithms of social media continuously congratulating and essentially awarding bad behaviors continuously. So why would these parents stop? There's no reason for them to stop, especially if these platforms are paying them millions of dollars in ad revenue. It's a beast that keeps feeding itself essentially. And yes, that even goes for your kids who just simply use 
the internet. It doesn't necessarily mean that your kid has to be at the forefront. Exploitation through the internet can happen to your child behind the camera. And obviously, I don't want to fear monger, but this is the reality of where social media is going with children if and only if there continues to be a lack of attention and lack of regulations and laws and rules on these platforms that reward this exploitative behavior. This is where it's gonna go. Part three and final part, how you need to disconnect in order to reconnect with your kids. This is where we kind of get into a conversation where lots of people are going to be uncomfortable. And that conversation is whether you are a family vlogger or a part of a family channel or if you are a family that uses your kids for clout. The truth is, at the end of the day, there is a problem that is spreading where parents are way too overly involved in social media and not involved in their kids' lives. There is a lack of genuine connection with their own kids. And this is for parents in general, not just family vloggers. Just because you are a parent who isn't part of a family channel or are constantly filming everything that you're kid does. It doesn't mean that you are exempt from the disconnect that can happen with your kids by prioritizing social media over them. You might not even know that you're doing that, but it's a lot more common than you think. 89% of parents fear for their child's safety online. However, 67% still let their child be overly involved in social media, completely unsupervised and unmonitored. Studies have found time and time again that many children report that they feel like their parents were addicted to their phones or computers, despite silently desiring for their parents to spend quality time with them and for them to actually be interacted with. Social media addiction isn't just for kids or Gen Z or whatever. It's affecting families and parents just as much. It's also been proven time and time again that studies show that parents who are constantly checking for their phones and texting and emailing and using social media and constantly posting on social media are more likely to have kids who misbehave than people who are willing to step away from their screens. And yes, unfortunately, this includes the parents who constantly put on YouTube kids for their kids to watch on hours on end. 81% of parents let their kids under 11 watch YouTube on a regular basis. And sure, even if it is Bluey or Miss Rachel or anything, screen time shouldn't be that much. Point blank period. Kids nowadays need human time, not a human through a screen. So this is a problem that's affecting everyone, not just family channels. I understand the economy right now is horrible. I understand that both parents have to be kind of working and away from the child. I know that a lot of people are struggling, so maybe there aren't always a perfect authority figure there. I'm not saying that you personally are a bad person if you can't, you know, do that. It is so hard to criticize any sort of parenthood because people get so butthurt so fast. The parents of these kid influencers, they can 100% afford to actually put energy into all these categories unlike the average working family right now but instead of using their privilege and their resources to better their children instead they be giving them trauma that's why i will never be surprised when people get exposed who are part of these family channels or relationship channels or these parents of these kid influencers when they get exposed i i'm not surprised because you have to inherently either be corrupt or become corrupt in the process to be okay with exploiting your kids like this. I just don't get it. No kid deserves that. No child deserves to feel like there is an invasive third party constantly filming them in every move and to then make money off of it. Millions. 
it just doesn't sit right with my spirit it really doesn't saddest thing about all of this is that social media is constantly enabling these parents and who knows how many more youtube channels of families and, and mommy bloggers are going to be exposed time and time again for something to actually happen how are we going to protect these kids how are we going to protect their rights their privacy their mental health i won't sit here and say that i think all family channels are bad because that would be stupid of me to say but i do think that all of them are to an extent exploitative by nature no matter how good the intent is children are so easy to love and i just hate that youtube and social media and people constantly reward people who continuously exploit their kids despite them being in positions of privilege where they can give their kid everything they can give their kid the world and you choose trauma and even if you are a family who has nothing that can't even guarantee their kids to go to college or whatever i am telling you the most important thing that you can gift your child is unconditional love unconditional support and just that feeling of safety and comfort and of being seen and heard is such a gift it's such a gift all kids want is to be loved to feel like they're safe to feel like they have people in their corner and to replace that with a freaking camera is just disgusting i think the disruption of genuine human connection at any age is just disgusting like it's just demonic and it's vile especially with kids which i know is probably gonna get me into really hot water because for some reason there is a huge conversation of just like people saying like you should have kids like there's an obsession like people like ben shapiro like you should have kids everyone should have kids you should have kids when you're having kids no not everyone should have kids if you're not ready to be mature enough to know that life is no longer going to only be about you and if you haven't worked through your own stuff and you haven't gone to therapy and you haven't healed your inner child and you haven't healed all the stuff that you need to heal and you haven't broken the generational curses that you need to break and you haven't broken all the trauma that you need to break in your family if you haven't cut off certain people that you need to cut off and you have kids that's on you you are going to repeat all the trauma onto the next generation you are going to repeat the cycle if you are not brave enough to stand up and say no this is not gonna be the reality for my kids you have to be mature enough to realize just because i grew up with that being normal doesn't mean that it's gonna be normal for my kids i know people say it's never too late to start but the longer that you wait to cut off those toxic people the longer that you wait to become a better person for your kids the longer that you wait to develop a genuine connection with your kids the longer that you wait in-depth heart to hearts with your kids the longer that you wait get to know your child as an individual soul the longer that you wait to allow your kid to feel at ease in your own home the longer that you wait to show your child love the more damage you're gonna do you have every right and capability and potential to create 
the atmosphere of a beautiful home that you didn't grow up in. I honestly don't even know how to end this video because I have so many feelings and so many things I still want to say to parents, any parent, especially millennial parents, because right now the main kids who are being affected are the kids of millennials. And I just constantly hear so many excuses. You think that at the end of the day, me, a grown woman at the age of 24, look back and care about how, wow, I'm so happy my parents bought me the new J's. No. I don't care about any of that. I look back and think of the moments of when my parents showed up for me, when they decided to love me unconditionally, when they decided to and understand me and see me. I worked with kids for such a long time. I'm still trying to pursue a career outside of YouTube to continue to do that. I have so many close friends and family members who work directly with children. When I tell you guys, I have been there in person, eye to eye with these kids of these new generations of these parents who are so incredibly lonely and neglected, it's not even funny. I think it's incredibly ironic that these millennial parents are all about inner child, my inner child. Bro, focus on your actual real child that is physically in front of you, my man. What are you talking about? And like I said, I know this is gonna land me in hot water, but the reason why I speak so strongly and passionately is because I have seen the heartbreak. I have experienced the heartbreak that comes with not being seen and not being heard. It hurts, it's not fun, and it's not worth it. And it's definitely not worth repeating and putting it onto other people, especially kids. With whatever generational thing that you're dealing with, just know that you have the ability to say, it stops with me. And honestly guys, that is it for today's video. I got a little emotional at the end there for me. I just feel very strongly about Kids, I really do. Thank you guys so much for watching. I really appreciate it. I'm sorry if this was a hard watch for some of you guys. Um, I hope that I was able to bring some sort of hope and alleviation to certain hearts out there if they were feeling heavy. If you want more videos like this, please give me suggestions down below of what you guys would want me to talk about. Also, make sure to like and subscribe. And if you guys want, you can follow me on my Instagram, which is at underscore Salem Tovar underscore or on my tiktok which is at salem tovar so no one else has my name so you guys can follow me there make sure that you put down a duck emoji down below so i know you watched the entire video also um feel free to comment what you would like down below just keep it respectful let me know what your guys's opinions are on family channels and the ethics behind that i would love to know your guys's opinions and before i end today's video i just want to give you guys homework and today's homework is going to be that you not only make today count but that you give someone a hug some appreciation and if right now you don't have anyone show yourself some appreciation and some rest and some peace all right guys that is it for today's video thank you guys so much for watching i am gonna go pee now i drank this entire thing despite it almost trying to kill me can you believe that she's a hydrated queen and then i'm gonna go play legend of zelda anyways thank you guys so much for watching and i'll see you in the next video bye